Hello, and welcome back to Movius Ministries Podcast. This is your friend, Josiah. I am so honored that you guys have tuned in today to study on our Proverbs 14. I am just so excited to dive into this. Um, had a pretty short shift today at work. Usually Tuesdays are just little four-hour shifts, but tomorrow I got a full day. Um, I've got my candle lit. I've got my cup of tea, my microphone, and Melinda, uh, who's my sister. Melinda, if you're listening, I have my stickers um, on my new MacBook. My sister got me these really cool stickers from a company called Elevated Faith, and uh, they're super cool, and um, it just makes my MacBook look super... uh, I don't know, hip, I guess. So um, the verse of the day today, you guys, is actually um, out of a chapter and a verse that I tend to quote a lot. Um, It's actually out of James 5, 15. This is out of the NCV version, which I'm not sure what version that is, but you can look that up yourself. The verse says, The prayer that is said with faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will heal that person, and if the person has sinned, the sins will be forgiven. It's a very interesting chapter. James is a very interesting book. It's a very um, straightforward book. It doesn't beat around the bush. James just uh, just says some very convicting things. Um, well, the Holy Spirit says some convicting things through James, but um, or he did. But um, anyway... Uh, We are going to be doing a study of the book of James uh, starting sometime next year in 2022. We have this episode and then next uh, next week on Tuesday is going to be our last episode of 2021. Um, And I think I'm going to make an episode. I think I want to make two episodes next week. I'm going to make an episode on Tuesday, which I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about, but I'll worry about that then. And then after that, I have a I have a prophetic word that I do want to share um, on my heart as we go into this new year and you know Lord what do you want your your bride your beloved to know going into um, you know next year so I've gotten a few words and I've been praying about it so please pray that I'm able to just receive more from the Lord on that so some of you guys know um, last week we started off with worship I think the week before that we did that as well and I think that's something we're gonna start doing now we're going to start opening with worship and just focus on the lord you know we can do that in prayer but you know you can pray and worship at the same time so um the mini prayer of the day today is we love other people because god loved us first i love that that's actually out of first john 4 so um which is actually another chapter that i tend to quote a lot i just really like that chapter but um let's see here let's open in worship i'm just i have a huge worship jam playlist it's got about let's see 649 (laughs) songs it's 56 hours and 59 minutes you guys it's i don't want to i'm not like stepping into pride i'm just like it's insane how i made this playlist and then over the past four and a half years following the lord i just add this song and then add that add that song so um, I'm just going to shuffle it and we're going to go into worship and then we will uh, dive into our Proverbs 14 study.
favorite song. I saw that song come on that, uh, I saw the song come on when I uh, shuffled my playlist and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I have not listened to this one in like forever. So that song was called This Is The Sound by Stephanie Gretzinger and the instrumental song that I have now playing is called Emmanuel by Waldner Worship. So let's dive into our Proverbs 14 study. Um, Now I want to say this really, really quick, you guys, because it's something that I have fallen into a little bit and I just want to tell you guys I think somewhere in Colossians, it talks about, now I'm sure there's other books that talk about it, but in Colossians, it talks about um, that there's certain distractions that the enemy brings us and certain pathways that we can go down that are just not going to produce fruit in our lives with the Holy Spirit. You guys, I, I've gotten distracted a lot by things on social media. Sometimes there's motivational videos. There's just things that we think are good, but we have to continue to lean on God's understanding and focus on, you know, what, what focus on, because the world says things that are good when God actually says they're bad and we have to be willing to stand with God. We, we hear that saying of, I'd rather stand with God and be judged by the world rather than stand with the world and be judged by God. I think that's, yeah, that's it. So, um, I just, guys, I, I, I challenge you, you know, we just got done with doing a Proverbs 4.23 study where it talks about guarding your heart. Um, you know, fasting social media has been something that's kind of come back on my mind. It's been a little bit heavy on my heart over the past couple of days to kind of start doing again. So, you know, Ask the Lord to just like open your eyes to distractions or pathways that the enemy could bring you down, um, that could lead you down towards that are just not going to be good for you. Um, cause I just, I've slipped into it and it's just, it's it just, ha- it's not good for me. It's not good for my heart. So I just wanted to share that. Be careful with things that are out there and learn how to guard your heart and just ask the Lord to open your eyes cause he loves you and he wants the very best for us. So Here we go. We're going to be reading out of the NASB version today, unless I say otherwise. The title, which for those of you that don't know, don't know what a title is. Whenever you open, like if you open, like if I got my Bible right here, if I look at Proverbs, Proverbs 20, um, usually there's like a heading at the top of the, at the top of the chapter. Um, That's what I mean by the title, just to make that very, just to make that clear, guys. Um, And the title of Proverbs 14 um, out of the NASB version is contrast of the upright and the wicked. Verse one, the wise woman builds her house, but the foolish uh, tears it down with her own hands. We just got done talking about guarding your heart. Uh, This could mean uh, part of what this verse means. Jesus also said, the one who stands on my words is like a house, uh, a strong house built on a rock. Verse two, one who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but one who is um, devious in his ways despises him, meaning the Lord. Lord. So let let me read that again. The one who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but one who is devious in his ways despises him. I just got done reading the book of Luke, uh, the book of Luke, 
And there was a chapter I read earlier this week that uh, convicted me very deeply. And we can connect that. Uh, we can connect this chapter um, that I'm about to quote with this verse, Luke 18, 9 through 14. Uh, this is going to be in the message version. He told his next story to some who were complacently pleased with themselves over their moral performance and looked down with their noses at common people. This is Jesus speaking. Two men went up to the temple and to pray. One was a Pharisee, the other was a tax man. The Pharisee posed and prayed like this. Oh God, I thank you that I am not like other people. Robbers, crooks, adulterers, or heaven forbid, like this tax man. I fast twice a week and tithe all my income. Verse 13. Meanwhile, the tax man slumped in the shadows, his face in his hands, not daring to look up, said, God, give me mercy, forgive me, a sinner. Jesus commented, the tax man, not the other, went home made right with God. If you walk around with your nose in the air, you're going to end up flat on your face. But if you're content to be simply yourself, you will become more than yourself. You guys, I, I read this chapter. I was like, oh my gosh, I have this problem. So many of us have this Job moment where we are just so prideful before the Lord. And we say, I've tithed. I've done this. I've done that. And and Jesus is like, that's just not, no, it's not good. So to go back on verse two, it says, the one who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but the one who is devious in his ways despises him. Verse three, in the mouth of the foolish, in the mouth of the foolish is a rod for his back, but the lips of the wise will protect them. James says in chapter 3 of his book that the tongue is a rudder. And then Proverbs 13.3 says, The one who guards his mouth protects his life. One who opens wide his lips, it comes to ruin. Verse 4, Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. Or the manger is clean, sorry. But much revenue comes by the strength of of the ox. Verse 5, a trustworthy witness will not lie, but a false witness declares lies. One of the uh, spiritual gifts which is recorded in 1 Corinthians 12 is simple trust. And the message version is what interprets is how it, uh, the message version is what says simple trust. Jesus also said, whatever your heart is full of, the mouth speaks. Other versions say, um, different version whatever verse six a scoffer seeks wisdom and finds none but knowledge is easy for the one who has understanding personally this is probably my favorite verse so far i typed that now on thursday back on the 9th as i was preparing for this episode paul said in the end days people will have the form of godliness but they will deny its power these people can seek wisdom but Ha, they, they can seek wisdom, have the form of godliness, but they will deny its power when they receive that wisdom. They will not find it. Verse 7, leave the presence of a fool or you will not discern the words of knowledge. If you don't guard your heart, you'll have a tough time knowing what's right from wrong. Look at uh, 
at, look at Paul and all the apostles in the New Testament and how they stood strong in their teachings of what Jesus taught and what the new covenant brings and that they were living in that with the Lord. They did not walk with fools, rather they discerned and took every thought and argument to the authority of God. Because Ephesians 5, 15 through 17 says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Verse 16, Making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. To continue verse 8, the wisdom of the sensible is to understand his way, but the foolishness of fools is deceit. Verse 9, fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is goodwill. The heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. Verse 11, the house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish again. Jesus said in Matthew 7:24, this is out of the NIV version, therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. That's actually the verse that I was quoting um, earlier. Verse 12, there is a way which seems right to a person, but its end is the way of death. When we assume things, does it ever lead us to God's way or God's truth? I guess you could say God's will or God's truth. That's something the Holy Spirit's been teaching me is, when has assuming things ever um, taken me to God's truth? Never. First John 4 says to carefully weigh and examine everything you hear, not assume. Verse 13, even in laughter, the heart may be in pain and the end of joy may be grief. How many times do we look at people's lives and start to compare and think how happy they are and how depressed we are? There's so many times, you guys, where we look at people that are just so happy and we think that that they're living the times of their lives and it's just not true. Everyone has something going on. This isn't me shaming people. Rather, it's it's me having understanding and coming into those relationships and, and saying, hey, what are you going through? And okay, hey, let me bear that burden for you. Galatians 6.2, let me pray for you. Let me pray that you would have perseverance through your trials. You would understand humility with the Lord. Verse 14, one with a wayward heart will have his fill of his own ways, but a good person will be satisfied with his. I feel this verse could be taking could be talking about someone who does not follow Christ compared to someone who does. So let me read that again. One with a wayward heart will have his fill in his own ways, but a good person will be satisfied with his. Verse 15, the naive believe believes everything. But the sensible person considers his step. Again, 1 John 4, carefully weigh and examine everything that you hear. And then John goes on and he says, because a lot of false teachers have gone out into the world. And then he goes on and he explains, um, he explains uh, how to kind of like discern, you know, okay, who's a false teacher. And there's other scriptures we can look at as well. But verse 16, a wise person is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is arrogant and careless.
verse 17, a quick-tempered person acts foolishly, and a person of evil devices is hated. I like that real, I like that. A quick-tempered person acts foolishly. You know, guys, because we have to learn how to control our tongue, and every time we hear something, we have to be careful in what we say, because we think we're so right about everything. And sometimes we need to be in a season of knowing how to knowing how to um say what to say and, and learn to be wise and learn to be humble and say you know I don't know and we could be really strong in our convictions but you know until we humble ourselves you know to the Lord then he's going to start to show us certain things that we need to be um, corrected about um, and then verse 18 goes deeper and it says the naive inherit foolishness, but the sensible are crowned with knowledge. So let me read these two verses again. I'm going to read them. I'm going to just read both of them in a row. Verse 17, a quick tempered person acts foolishly and a person of evil devices is hated. A naive, the naive inherit foolishness, but the sensible are crowned with knowledge. Verse 19, the evil will bow down before the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. Verse 20, the poor is hated even by his neighbor and those who love the rich are many. Man. We look at people who are living in LA or Malibu or wherever and we love those people they have so much money and we just we look up to them so much but then we look at the poor we look at someone on the side of the road and they're not you know that you could you have these you know uh, critical thoughts of oh you could go get a job and again like we just we think we know what's right we think we we just and we don't want to we don't want to say God you know is that right is that wrong it's like, well, how do I know I can say that? Because Psalm 147 says that all wisdom is carried by God. Let me just find that verse really quick right here. Yeah, it's right here. Psalm 147. Uh, I'm not sure what verse because I'm reading out of the... Anyway, it says, Our Lord is great with limitless strength. We'll never comprehend what he knows and does. We'll never comprehend. That's what it says. That's out of the message version. Verse 21, the one who despises his neighbor sins, but one who is gracious to the poor is blessed. Again, it seems like that's going deeper into what verse 20 just said. Um, also, where it says, one who despises his neighbor sins, I also realized Proverbs 6 is a chapter that we kind of went over a while ago. Um, one of the things that... Um, it lists that one of the things that God hates that's listed in there is um, is a brother who sows discord among the brethren. It's something like that. So kind of tie that into here as well. Um, verse 22, will they who dis, de, they who devise evil not go astray? Will they? That's what it says. But kindness and truth will be to those who devise good. Verse 23, in all labor there is profit, 
but mere talk leads only to poverty. We know James talks about faith without works is dead. Again, guys, a lot of these verses by James are very, a lot of them are taken out of context from people who are very, uh, who like to put a yoke of slavery over their church, and it's very, very wrong. Um, we're going to go deep into the book of James. I have a friend of mine I'm going to be doing a Bible study with starting next Monday. Um, he really helps me understand uh, full context um, when we read scripture together. And he, he's really good at understanding the Greek and the Hebrew. So um, get ready because I think there's going to be a lot of secrets and a lot of things that uh, the book of... There's going to be a lot of things I think the Lord's going to unlock to us. So um, yeah. Here we go. Verse 24, the crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is simply foolishness. That's a tongue twister. (laughs) Verse 25, a truthful witness saves lives, but one who declares lies is deceitful. Verse 26, in the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence. Hmm. And his children, meaning God's children, will have refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life by which one may avoid the snares of death. In a multitude of people is a king's glory. But in the scarcity of people is a prince's ruin. Verse 29. Some of these verses might not make sense, but that's okay. Verse 29. One who is slow to anger has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered exalts foolishness. James says in chapter 1, verse 19, to be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to anger. So this verse right here, let me read it again. Verse 29, one who is slow to anger has great understanding. This is something I really am learning right now, to be slow to anger. It's, I, I'm not... It doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes I've really grown. I really have grown a lot out of being quick, to, quick to anger. But um, there's still a little bit that I'm kind of working on with the Lord. Um, it says they have great understanding, you guys. And it's like, well, how do I, how do I kind of, you know, do that? I think it's simply just saying, Lord, lead my steps to do this first, to be slow to anger, to be just like you. Um, and then, but it goes on and says, but one who is quick tempered exalts foolishness. Um, this verse can kind of go deeper into, um, oh yeah. Verse 17, a quick tempered person acts foolishly. So verse 17 says, a quick-tempered person acts foolishly, and a person of evil devices is hated. It connects with this verse we just read. One who is slow to anger has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered exalts foolishness. Verse 20, a tranquil heart is life to the body, but jealousy is rottenness to the bones. Jealousy is definitely something um, that I think is a sin that Paul talks about in the New Testament. Um, And it's hard because we're insecure and we don't know how to really 
rest in God's heart for us in every season of our lives. And that's not me trying to shame you guys, but it's that literally it's just about prayer, bringing that before the Lord and just being open, open and being open and honest with him, casting every care and every anxiety to his feet. We have to continue to remember our, our identity in Christ. Verse 31, one who oppresses the poor taunts his maker. But one who is gracious to the needy honors him. Now it's talking about when it says him or maker, it's talking about God. Um, Jesus also said that you will always have the poor with you, which sometimes can be just very devastating to hear. But yeah, verse 32, the wicked is thrust down by his own wrongdoing. There's other verses we've read previously that just kind of back this up. But the refuge has a, but sorry, but the righteous has a refuge when he dies. Who is that refuge for us, you guys? Jesus Christ, our loving Savior. Okay, here we go. Verse 33, wisdom rests in the heart of the one who has understanding. But among fools, it is made known. Verse 34, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Verse 35, the king's favor is toward a servant who acts wisely, but his anger is toward him who acts shamefully. That's uh, that's the chapter for Proverbs 14. Uh, I'm going to share my personal notes now from what I read this chapter back a few months ago. Verses 12 through 13 makes me makes me really want to cry. Um, and that verse says there is a way to which a person... There is a way which seems right to a person, but but its end is the way to death. It's just really... Hmm. Yeah, sorry guys, I'm just... Okay. Verse 15 can trigger our codependency. Doing doing verse 15 can help us do 1 John 4. This is just another one of my notes. Verse 15 says, The naive believe everything, but the sensible considers his steps. It's just something we can do. Um... Uh, verse 17 was something that I really, really loved. And it says, A quick-tempered person acts foolishly, and a person of evil devices is hated. Mm. Verse 33, we can connect with Proverbs 1, 25 through 28. I'm going to read verse 33, and then I'm going to read with what it connects with. Wisdom rests in the heart of one who has understanding, but among fools it is made known. Here's the verse that it connects with. And you neglected all my advice and did not want my rebuke. I will also laugh at your disaster. I will mock when your dread comes. When your dread comes like a storm 
and your disaster comes like a whirlwind when distress and anguish come upon you. Then they will call to me and I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me. Now this verse is talking, this is Lady Wisdom in particular talking in this verse. Um, it's scary because um, it's like, man, but isn't God like rich in mercy and he gives second chances? Yes. Now some of you guys know, this is a revelation I got earlier this week. Job 35. This is uh, Job's third friend that was giving Job advice. And this is actually the one guy that God does not rebuke when God comes to Job in the eye of the storm. And he, the guy says um, that God is not dependent on your behavior. So I think about that. I was thinking about that this week. And I thought, you know, what... God isn't dependent, which means he's not controlled by things. He can do whatever he wants, but that sometimes we look at the way God does things and we look at scripture and we get confused. But again, Job tells us that he's not dependent. It's not something he's held by. He can do whatever he wants. He really can. He's God. I, I know that can be hard to hear you guys, but... I'm telling you, I find joy, I find peace in being content with that. I really, really do, and I pray that you would too. So, um, yeah, we can kind of connect that. And you know, there's another verse that I found earlier this week. I was on Instagram, and there was this uh, verse uh, that said, I love those who love me. And I thought... Okay, hang on a sec, because that cannot be God talking. So, what did I do? I looked at the context of the verse, and it's Lady Wisdom speaking in that verse. I'm not sure where it's at. I think it's, I think it's Proverbs 2, but I could be wrong. My favorite verses in this chapter was verses 23 through 30, uh, 20, sorry, 23 through 25. I'll read those really quick. In all labor there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is simply foolishness. A truthful witness saves lives, but one who declares lies is deceitful. Think about that. Jesus said that Satan is the father of lies. Hmm. And uh, my, my two other favorite verses were um, 29 through 31. Let me read that really quick. One who is slow to anger has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered exalts foolishness. A tranquil heart is a life to the body, but jealousy is, rot is um, rottenness to the bones. One who oppresses the poor taunts his maker which is talking about God, but one who is gracious to the needy honors him, meaning God. Um, what did I learn when I read this chapter a few months ago? Verse 33 is what I learned. And that verse is wisdom rests in the heart of one, of the one who has understanding. The context of this chapter, you guys, seems to be looking at the difference between the upright and the wicked. And these are my last couple notes, you guys. 
because um, you might be having some questions go through your head. If you are listening on Spotify, um, there is a question that I can now ask below. So please do not be afraid to ask a question. I have come way too far to not... I've, I've come way too far to get prideful and angry at people with questions that you think might be silly. Don't Do not let the enemy get in your head. Um, so we, I, I, we all have thoughts and things that we deal with, but we fight not against flesh and blood. Um, I haven't gotten any answers on the two other episodes that I've gotten, and I've been talking to the Lord about that, and I feel like he told me I'm not ready to answer questions, so maybe that's something else that might happen. But anyway, um, you guys... If you have any questions, it, it, it can be anything. If there's anything you want to say, if, 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 it's, if there's something you want to tell me that's different than the question, please go ahead and ask me. I'm here to help. I want to encourage the body of Christ. Um, when Paul was killing Christians and Jesus came to Paul, he said, it's actually me that you're hurting. So when I'm encouraging the body, I'm, do, I'm, I'm doing the same thing to Christ. I think there's another verse in the Gospels as well, as well that says, um, when you give a cup of water to someone else, it's you're doing the same thing to me. I think that's the verse. I could be wrong. But you might be saying, how can I be the right, righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and also be wicked. Now that's that verse in 2 Corinthians 5. You know, we he that knew, knew he that knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God. We're living in the new covenant. In Hebrews it says the old covenant sits on a shelf gathering dust. Now the reason I say that is because we're reading out of Proverbs and it's in the Old Testament. So I believe for those who are not in Christ are considered wicked. The Bible talks about how um, there are saints in heaven and we think that they're the only ones who were saints. But no, we're all saints who sin because we are in Christ. So that's that That would be my thought. If you're, if you're having that thought of how can I be the righteousness of God. I can't even talk anymore. How can I be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and be wicked? Again, we're living in the New Covenant. The Old Covenant sits on a shelf gathering dust. Hebrews talks about that in the Message Version. So I believe for those who are not in Christ are wicked. Which, if there's anyone listening here, this is not me shaming you. Um, It's God's kindness that's going to lead you to repentance that he wants you to walk in um, his love for you. He loves you so much. I hear a lot of theologians say, you know, God came and Jesus came because he had to fulfill the law. Yes, but John, but John also said that God so loved the world. He loved the whole world, not just the people who were living here now, but everyone, you guys, that he gave his one and only son. For those who believe in him shall never perish, but have everlasting life. Let's close in prayer, you guys. Father, I pray for those... um, 
were being attacked by the enemy or not guarding their heart. Father, we humble ourselves and we focus on your heart for us. Lord, I just pray you'd lead people into intimacy with you and humility and knowing your love for us, God. God, that you would renew our minds, change our hearts. You know what, I felt led to quote this scripture really quick to you guys, and I didn't quote it, so forgive me, but I'm gonna quote it right now. It just kinda, it, it was, I was hearing it when we were doing worship. Psalm 51, 16 through 17. Going through the motions doesn't please you. A flawless performance is nothing to you. I learned God worship when my pride was shattered. Heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. So Father, I pray that we would understand what it means to not go through the motions and that we would, you just give us revelation, Father. You'd pour new things into our hearts. We point ourselves to humility because of the radical love that you have for us, Father. I pray for every word that I've said that people would carefully weigh and examine it. Father, you'd lead me in truth. You'd lead the person that's listening into truth. They would know your love. They would rest in your arms, Father, that I would decrease and you would increase in their lives because you are all that matters, that Jesus, you are on the throne and everyone is worshiping you right now. So we worship you, Jesus, for what you did, taking what we deserve. I pray for those who have deep desires in their hearts that are just getting heavy. Father, lead them where they need to go. I pray for perseverance and strength to be put in their heart through your Holy Spirit, Father. Father, give us grace to love you. Help us not do things in our own mere strength. For all strength comes from you. Help us to abide in your love. I pray for those that have not confessed their sins. Lord, I confess them to you and that they would be healed. For those struggling with pornography, people who are being emotionally um, or verbally just abused, God, that you would tend to them, you would comfort them, you would show them your love. You'd help us to control our tongues. Father, for who you are and the peace that you give us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. So I'm not sure um, what I'm going to talk about next week, you guys, but I will figure it out. Um, if you want a separate prophetic word, um, please, you can email me. I'd love to give that to you. Um, see if the Lord's saying anything over your life. Um, Again, the verse of the day was out of James 5:15. The verse, the song that's playing right now is called "Emmanuel" by Waldner Worship. The song we were, the song we worship to was "This Is the Sound" by Stephanie Gretzinger. And uh, I'm trying to see if there's any other finishing announcements. 
Nope. I've got a few other things that I that are kind of going on in my life, but I'm kind of guarding my heart. So, um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. I'm going to be doing an upload on Tuesday, and I'm going to be doing one more upload um, probably later on in the week. I'll, I'll, it's probably going to be a spontaneous upload. I'll probably talk about it again next Tuesday. Um, but it's going to be a prophetic word and encouragement coming into the new year. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then we're also going to be, uh, I'm going to be changing up my episode numbers. So I keep going from one, and then once I get to the 10th episode, I go back down to episode one. I'm going to be changing that up. But, um, yeah. Oh, also, okay, now I remember. In our Second Thessalonians 2 study, I talked about if Paul, uh, where Paul wrote, um, he said, do you not remember me talking to you about this when I saw you? Now, and I was wondering if he wrote it in a previous letter. I talked to a friend of mine who's a really good pastor. He said, it seems that Paul is talking about a physical experience with the church. So I do not think that there's another chapter in First uh, or Second Thessalonians that talks about the subject, the context that we talked about in Second Thessalonians 2. So thank you so much for listening to Season 12, Episode 4 of Movius Ministries. This is your friend Josiah. God is with you.